is most glad lift up your hand and let's celebrate the lord will you give the lord thanks he's a great god he is said to do great things this morning lift up your voice and celebrate and appreciate him thank him from the depth of your heart is worthy lord you are worthy glory and honor be to your name thank you lord thank you lord we give you all the praise to you alone be all the glory thank you father you are great god in jesus name we have given thanks in this service god will show up for someone god's servant our father has always told us that the testimonies of the lord they appoint us to what the lord will do in that testimony a while ago somebody rose up from nowhere and said to over 10 million school fee now today somebody you don't know from adam will rise to push you to the next phase of your life we join forces with the declaration of god's servant over this house your own testimony shall be greater than that one the same god that performed that in that area that you needed help before this month is over that help will rise for you in the name of jesus christ and on this community of vengeance any force limiting people from rising to help you the vengeance of the most high god will rest upon them in the name of jesus so before we get seated we'll be praying and we'll be praying at three dimensional fold prayers praise the lord number one we'll be praying against any force limiting the fulfillment of the doubling of the attendance of this church or not before the 29th remember we are commanded by god to put first his kingdom then he said to us glory to god psalm 94 verse 1 he said oh god to whom vengeance belongeth show yourself now lift up your voice 30 seconds and make declaration father execute vengeance against any force that may be resisting the fulfillment of your doubling of this assembly in the name of jesus christ father we stand as a church lord we add that you fulfill the prophecy of doubling this attendance of this church honor before the 29th of november lord render vengeance against all opposition you said you will build your church and the gate of hell shall not prevail therefore all opposition of the gate of hell let them be crushed let them be paralyzed in the name of jesus we demand that come november 29th the average sunday attendance of the church shall be minimum double in the name of jesus lord let the average attendance of this church be minimum double as you render all opposition of the gates of hell useless and you crush them in the name of jesus thank you lord in jesus name now in Acts chapter 2 12 verse 5 the bible said prayers were made without ceasing unto god and that resulted in the death of Herod, who has held Peter captive. Prayer was made ceaselessly. We are going to be standing on the behalf 
of every member of this church and all that are connected to us and we pray and say lord let all forces responsible of business career and financial struggle be crushed by your vengeance i think we need to shout a bigger amen now 30 seconds shall we go father all forces responsible for the business frustration for the career stagnation and financial struggle of every member of this church will render them broken by the power of your vengeance today arise oh god and execute your vengeance against all forces either spirit forces either human forces responsible for business struggles career struggles financial struggle of every member of this church and all those that are connected to us we ask that you exude your vengeance upon them render their work of non-effect let every horn that has risen that said men here will not rise in their career in their business and in their finances let them be afraid let them be paralyzed arise oh god and let the enemy of the business of the career of the finances of every member of this job is scattered supernaturally in the name of jesus thank you lord blessed be your name in jesus name we have prayed now what do you want you are the number one prophet of your life nobody can present your case to god like you you are the best one that can present your case. Now go before the Lord. What are you expecting? In what area are you expecting the vengeance of God? Let's go another 30 seconds quickly. Talk to the Lord now. Personalize it. Lord, arise. Oh God, disconvict the enemy of my marital progress, of my financial progress, of my ministry advancement, of my career, of my finances. Lord, arise for me today. By my praise today, Lord, arise. And execute vengeance against every adversary. Avenge me, O Lord. Let every forces of oppression hand. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Because we have cried to the Lord, the Lord has come down. Today, He will render His vengeance against all our adversaries. And each one of us, we shall assess our promised land in the name of Jesus Christ. Please put your hands together for Jesus and please let's be seated. It is my year of breaking limits. It is my privilege by the permission of God's servant to bring us the word in this service. He has sent his blessings and his prayers over us and his spirit is mightily available with us to perform wonders among us. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now, quickly. Uh, the prophetic focus for the month remains. Praise facilitates the fulfillment of prophecies. Praise facilitates the fulfillment of prophecy. And what a time for each one of us to give attention to the fulfillment of prophecy. Because according to Habakkuk chapter 2 from verse 2 and 3. He said, the vision, the prophecy may tarry. Wait for it. It will not tarry. It will surely come. And then he said, but at the end, at the end. So as we journey to the end of the year, if there is any divine moment that the breaking limit agenda 
for you and for me must be fulfilled. It is this season before Shiloh. That is why I know as we engage the mystery of praise for you, your household, your finances, your career, and every facet of your life and mine, we shall experience the full fulfillment of the prophecies of heaven in the name of Jesus. Remember, our teaching focus is understanding how praise facilitates the fulfillment of prophecy. Understanding of the how. How? Because when we know the how, we will engage to the point of delivery. Glory to God. Now, by introduction, we have heard severally what are prophecies. Prophecies are the unfolding of God's plan or purpose for a nation, a people, an individual. What is called prophecy is when God unveils his agenda. Jeremiah 29 verse 11, I know the thoughts that I think towards you, said the Lord. The thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you an expected end. Ooh, for someone here today, how God expected you to end 2020 in breaking limit that shall be established for you. Now the good news translation of putting that scripture, I say, I know the plans I have for you. Plan to bring you prosperity and not disaster. I can see somebody, you will yet prosper this year. Your finances will break limit this year. It's a plan to bring about the future you hope for. God is going to accelerate somebody's future. prophecy. So we also learned that there are two major sources that we receive prophecies from God. One, we receive from the scriptures. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 19 to 21. We receive prophecies from the scripture. And number two, we receive from his prophet. Amos chapter 3 verse 7. Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he revealed, he revealed his secret first unto his servants, the prophets. So two sources. Where God, where we receive prophecy, scriptural prophecies and prophetic prophecies. The good news for us as a people of God is that God's prophecies has already gone ahead of us. He has spoken concerning the year and what he has said he will perform in the name of Jesus Christ. Now quickly let us understand that no human hand can fulfill divine agenda. When God speaks by prophecy, is simply unveiling his agenda. One thing I love about the word agenda is that agenda has time connected to it. Every agenda, an agenda is the schedule of God. Is God planning what he wants to do. And what God has said, let's take note. He said 2020, not 2021. 2020, my year, your year of breaking limits. That means against all odds, against what is happening, the breaking limit agenda of God must be established. So it takes only the hand of God to fulfill his agenda. And let's take note very remarkably. We have seen many that one thing we need to realize is this. The speakings of God and the performance of God are not the same. This is where many of God's people miss it. And that's what God said. Hosea chapter 5 said, my people are perished or destroyed for the lack of knowledge. 
Many people assume that if God says so, it will happen. Sir, if God says so, it may not happen. The sayings of God, they are not the same as the performance of God. First Kings chapter 8 and verse 15, Solomon talking concerning David, he said, Blessed be the Lord God of my father. One, he spake with his mouth unto David. God first spake with his mouth unto David. The speaking of God with his mouth. Then he said, with his hand has fulfilled it. So one prophecy goes forth. God is waiting for us to move his hand. God has unfolded his agenda. He has unfolded his plan and his target. But until we do something, his hand will not be stretched forth to perform. And that is why Isaiah chapter 15 verse 1 to 3, he said, Who hath believed the report? That report is the report of the Lord. That report is what God has said. The report of the Lord. He said, and to whom? And means there's a combination. The report of God goes forth. Then the arm of God must be revealed. Today, you shall provoke the hand of God. Remember, God's mouth has spoken concerning your finances. He has spoken concerning your marriage. He has spoken concerning your business. He has spoken concerning your children. But today, his hand will be stretched forth to perform what his, hand, what his mouth has spoken. In the name of Jesus Christ. So no human hand can fulfill it. And so it's wisdom for us to know how to provoke his hand. And very expressly, praise is one vital ingredient or tool that we move God's hand to be here. You want God's hand to perform what his mother said? Praising him is moving his hand to perform what his mouth has said. And that is why, you see many a time when prophecy goes forth, Satan tried to bring sorrow. He tried to bring discouragement. Say, well, you see, this is November now. If God go do it, go don't do it now. I beg, this is when they tell you myself, no be true. I tell you something, Satan wants to bring sorrow. He wants to bring confusion so that you cannot praise God to move his hand. But when you understand better, the longer it appears it is not working, the more you praise. The longer it appears that it's staying, it's starting, the more you praise God. Because all we have to do is to move his hand. God is not far from you. God's hand is not shutting that he cannot reach you. But learning how to provoke his hand is the key to fulfillment of, of what he has said. I see God rising for each one of us. So what are we saying quickly? God speaks according to his authority. Not, he's not looking at what we can do. He knows what he can do. He's waiting on us to do our part of moving his hand. Glory to God. And essentially, what moves his hand is our faith. Essentially. We read that just a while ago. Isaiah chapter 15 verse 1. Who had believed our report. It is faith. That moves the hand of God. But you see, one of the major characteristics of faith is praise. Any praise that is not giving glory to God is not complete. Any faith that is not celebrating God is not, it's an incomplete, weak faith. Talking about Abraham, Matthew, Romans chapter 4, uh, maybe verse 19 to 20 or so, he said, who, verse 20, 21. He said, and he, verse 19, and he be not weak in faith, 
He considered not his own body now dead when he was about 100 years old in the den of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God. You know, he did not waver. Maybe this breakthrough go come. Maybe no go come. No wavering. He wavered, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. So, if you believe what God has said, it will translate into your praising God. And when you believe and praise God, God's hands goes forth to perform. This is very simple, linear equation in the things of the spirit. You believe God that you will still break through? Do you believe it? That your marital settlement is as sure as today's sure. That your miracle job will still be delivered. That your career promotion will still be handed over to you by God. Then you believe it? Then if you believe it, you praise him to that realm. Lord, let your hand perform what your mouth has spoken. That was the secret of Abraham. He praised his way into Isaac. No wonder Isaac's name is laughter, not sorrow. He prays. He pray. You know, from the day, from the moment Sarah heard that she will, have, she will be here, she laughed. <laughs> you know, there are laughter and there are laughter. I can imagine the laughter of an 80-year-old woman. Glory to God. i like somebody to make the devil mad right now. Concerning your marriage of Adam, come on, somebody laugh. Come on, somebody give a laughter. Glory to God. Because, you know what? When Isaac came, he said, God has made me to laugh. And all that shall hear shall laugh with me. As you are loved in his presence, even your mockers will join you to celebrate God very shortly. That is what happens when we praise God. His hand goes forth. That was what happened for Hannah. The story of Hannah from 1 Samuel chapter 1 verse 13 to 20. Hannah received the prophetic word from Eli. And Eli told her, he said, go. God, okay, let's start from there. He said, and she spake in her heart and spake only in her, only her lips moved, but her voice was not her. Therefore, Eli thought she was drunk. You see, you need to get to a point that people will think that you are drunk. Somebody praise God when say, now soldier you be. You know what? You praise God. Let others watch you born for Jesus today. Dance in a way that others that are not serious will turn you to fame. But the good news is this. As they are watching you dance, that is how they will be celebrated when a testimony delivered. So, I am not here as a spectator. I am here as a... I have an agenda today. I don't know of you. In every gathering, there are actors, there are main players, and there are spectators. Let me let you know. I am a major player today. I am acting God to bear for me today. If you like, you can watch me. And that is good. Because you must watch me. And see the blessing of God in my life. So make your choice. So what's your choice? Tell your neighbor your choice. I will watch you. I will dance my dance. I will praise my praise. And my God shall rise for me. Just like Anna did. When that prophetic word came to Hannah. The Bible speaking, I think from verse 19. He said she went away. 
and she was no more sad. Look at it, it said, and they rose up in the morning and worshipped before the Lord and returned to, to uh, and returned and came to her house in Ramah. Erekiah knew her, 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 Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered verse 18. Verse 18. Look at it, verse 18 first. He said, and she said, let the hand find grace in the heart. So the woman went away and did it and her countenance, before verse 19, before God remembered to perform, she has to take away sorrow from her heart. Before God, not after, because verse 18 precedes verse 19. She was no more sad and the Lord remembered her. God will remember somebody today. I said the host of heaven will remember you as you praise God today. And that's what praise does. So we must rejoice like Anna did. Our continent, she went, she, you know, somebody's clothing must change from today. You know why it is changing? Because you are no more sad. Take away the sad clothes. Remember, we shared that testimony a while ago. She said that she was told, stop, don't allow sorrow. Praise God. She praised God and the man of the son that was lost was found. Whatever is lost in anyone's life, as you praise the most I got today, you shall find it in the name of Jesus Christ. So to see prophecy fulfilled, we must engage in praise. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, I'm ready to praise today. I will praise God to the point of fulfilling what he has said concerning me. And so shall it be in Jesus' name. Now today also is our covenant of vengeance. Covenant day of vengeance. Let's, let's take note of this key point about vengeance. Until God of vengeance shows up, the wickedness of the wicked will not cease. Now, let's take note that Jesus himself mentioned something. In Matthew chapter 13 and verse 28, he said, an enemy has done this. Let's take note. Every oppression, there is an enemy behind every affliction that man faces. Don't miss it. Nothing evil is ordinary. Nothing evil. There is an enemy. And I think in every studies of life, they accept that. Agriculturally, it has been accepted. Until certain things happens to crop, they have to naturally grow and bear. Is somebody agree, agree with me now? But when some things that are not expected begin to attack the thing, things begin to change. So nothing that is an oppression, a concern is ordinary. That's why Jesus said, your adversary, the devil, walk it about as a running lion, looking for a womb, he may devour. An enemy has done this. So that's very important for us to note. Especially any issue of long-standing. I take a little while to scan through the scriptures. And I discover that the people of God, every time they suffer long affliction, there is an enemy behind it. 430 years in Egypt, the, uh, Exodus 12, 12 made us know that Pharaoh and the God of Egypt were responsible. Spiritual forces kept them in boy for 430 years. Every issue, Jesus talking concerning that woman that was bent down. He said, this daughter ought not to be said, whom Satan has burned these 18 years. There was a man, the Bible talks about 38 years in bondage. Insanity. And Jesus came and cast out the spirit behind it. 
And when Jesus appeared, the demon said, have you come to torment or vengeance? Someone say vengeance. Before time. So behind joblessness, there is something. Now listen to me. At times, it graduates from just spirit entity to human agent of the devil. Some people have covenanted with the devil. They have gathered and ate with the devil to say, Satan, we are performing your agenda against this life. But good news. Both Satan and all his demons and any human agent that is being used against your life and destiny. Today, the vengeance of God will come against them. We had, I think in the second testimony, out that somebody dreamed and saw a goat charging towards her in the dream. And a power moved her out of the way. And the goat hit her head on the wall. And the following day, a neighbor, come on now, a neighbor. A neighbor just came with a big saw on her head. I said, I don't know, say you know be ordinary. Listen to me. Maybe before now, they thought you are ordinary. That is why they are attacking you. But your God will rise today. It will scatter them today. Whatsoever power, whatsoever forces has militated against anyone that's in it, today, the vengeance of God shall rest upon them. In the name of Jesus Christ. In Exodus chapter 8, verse 11, he said, because vengeance not expressed speedily. He said, therefore, he said, because sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily. I'd like you to take note. Everyone that is wicked is already sentenced by God. Because the Bible is, the, is, not, is a book of God's judgment. Anything written must come to pass. For example, the Bible said, there is no peace to the wicked. So today, God will take away their peace. I said God will take away their peace. In Psalm 64 from verse 1, please studio Epos, Psalm 64 from verse 1. Okay, verse, okay, let's move to verse 2. Okay, Psalm 63. I think it should be 63. Is it 63 now? Let God arise and let all his enemies be scattered. 68, okay. He said... Let them also that hate him flee before him. Now verse 2. As the smoke is driven away. And as wax met before the fire. Let the wicked perish. It's a judgment. But we must learn how to execute the judgment. That is what vengeance is. Vengeance is the execution of the sentence of God for their work. The execution. So today, we are executing vengeance, judgment that is written against every oppression, against every wickedness of the wicked is now alive in the name of Jesus Christ. And how do we do so? Three things quickly. Number one, to seek judgment and vengeance release. Number one is the anointing. And that's what we were receiving a while ago in a while to come now, the anointing. Talking about David in Psalm 89, he said, I have found David my servant, and with my only oil have I anointed him. Now, what is the impact of that? Verse 21. He said, With whom my hand. Now, look at it. The anointing also make the hand of God to perform what his mother said. So, as somebody will be anointed in a while ago, 
you are anointed to see the fulfillment of prophecies in the name of Jesus. He said, my arm also shall strengthen him. Verse 22. The enemy shall no longer exert upon him, nor the son of wickedness afflict him. So as we are anointed today, vengeance will rise in the camp of the adversary. Let your amen be stronger. Let your amen be yet stronger. The anointing upon our head is vengeance executed against the adversary. You remember the ordeal of Elisha. Just received the double portion from Elisha. And as he was coming down, 40 young guys, boys or children, who perhaps thought life is from fear. They were mocking him. Bald man, bald man. And the Bible says he cursed them. And, uh, and she be came and devoured them. Now listen to me. As you are anointed today, after the order of Elisha, any man or woman, as an agent of the devil, that has been mocking your Christian destiny, God will raise evil beasts. He will raise his angelic beasts. They shall devour them for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. So the anointing provoke vengeance. He said, touch not my anointed. And do my prophet no harm. Anyone that has touched you. He said, they have touched the apple of my eye. You want to know how a man can fight. Touch, put your eye hand in his hand. That's when you will know. Like Papa said, you want to know if a dwarf can kill a giant. Touch his wife. Praise the Lord. Because the wife is the apple of his eye. Say, this man, a gentle guy, you know they talk. Okay, may you go touch his wife, may you see. That's where you will know that inside that man, there is a fire greater than volcano. So anyone that has touched you, the fire of heaven, the brimstone of God, will rest upon them in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Number two, quickly, is praise. Praise provoke vengeance. We see that in Psalm 149, from verse 6. Execution. Remember, we are talking of execution. God has sentenced them already. But what we are doing today is a law. The sentence against diseases, against barrenness, against joblessness, against this oppression must be executed now. Lord, that sentence upon them must come to pass when? Now. Look at what he said from verse 6. He said, let the high praises of God be in their mouth. And the treasure sword in their hand. To execute, to, to, to. The purpose of praise in their mouth and the treasure is to, to execute vengeance upon the hidden and punishment upon the people. So while we are dancing and praising God, the God of vengeance is executing his vengeance. That was the secret of Esther. Haman was the enemy of God's people. But she put on the royal apparel, getting ready for praise. She stood before the king and she obtained favor and she called the king to feast. That is a party. She was organizing party for the king. Why? She wants Amma to be hanged. And the end of that ordeal was that the same trap that Amma set for the people of God, that was where he was hanged. Listen to me. The same trap they have set for you, the same pit they have dug for you, the same thought that they think we are put on negatively. As you praise God today, it shall land upon their own head. You know, Jesus, God talking to everybody, say, he that blesses you is blessed. 
and he that attempt to cause you is cause. As you praise God today, God will cause all those trying to cause you. So any Balaam that have been hired by any man to cause you, any witch or wizard, any coven, any occultic people, every necromancer, wherever they may be, the judgment of the God of heaven shall rest upon them in the name of Jesus. And then he said in that Psalm 149, I think we're in verse 7 now, or verse 8. He said, punishment, verse 8 now. He said, to bind their kings. Remember in verse 7, he said, to execute vengeance. In verse 7, to execute vengeance. In verse 8, to bind their king. So when we praise God, God is binding any man or woman or spirit. You know, he said, we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers against the rulers of the dead of this age against spiritual wickedness in heavenly places now how do you attack them then he said the weapons of our warfare they are not kind and remember praise is the most sharpest of the weapons of our warfare so as we engage the weapon of warfare he said he will bind the spirit spirit can be bind Jesus bind them and they get out of the way. So every demon, every power, every spirit entity that is behind anyone or deal, as you praise the Lord today, they shall be bound eternally. In the name of Jesus. You know, praise is one of the fastest ways to cast out demons. Fastest, man. We see that in 1 Samuel chapter 17. The spirit came upon Saul. And as David, no prayer, you know, all these demons go. I know they go. And they stay. I go come back tomorrow. Forget it. If it is praise, it goes forever. Forget that play won't return again. And as David will be playing, the demons will be out. I speak to somebody today. That force that attack you at night, as you praise the most high today, they shall be chased out of your life forever in the name of Jesus. Perhaps somebody is here. And at night you can sleep. Because your house has looked like the den, the cover for witches and wizards. As you praise the Lord today, they shall relocate. <laughs> and they shall never return anymore. In the name of Jesus Christ. Number three, quickly as we close. God enforces vengeance by prophets. Prophets are his instrument of vengeance. In Exodus chapter 3, from verse 7 down to 10, he said, the cry of my people. In oppression in Egypt has come upon me. He said, therefore, I am sending you, uh, Moses, I'm sending you, I'm sending you, Moses, to set them free. And we have seen all through the scripture that the deliverance, the vengeance of God has been executed by the voice of the, of the prophet. And the prophet over this as our father has sent his word that no enemy of your life and my life will escape today. Because today is that your vengeance. And vengeance shall be executed upon them in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, last, now, very important as we close and get ready for praise and the anointing. Let's take note that one key qualification to be qualified among those who God will avenge is you must become his saint. You must become his own. It's a requirement. It's very vital. And we see that in that Psalm 149, the last verse there. He said this honor that God will rise to fight for you. He said, this honor have all his saints. 
D is an honor. That means God honor the believers by fighting against their adversary. Do you want to know the way Herod died? Herod died. A worm ate him alive. He was still alive and worms were eating in the remain skeleton. That shall be the lot of somebody's enemy here. In the name of Jesus Christ. He said, this honor have ye is saints. And how do become saints? We become saints by one, repentance. Sin is a separation. You see, let's not play game with God. God is a holy God. He said, I won't hear your prayer. He said, your sins. In that Isaiah chapter 53, where we read earlier, in verse 2, uh, 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 Isaiah chapter 59, from verse 2 and 3. He said, the hand of God is not sure that I cannot save. He's here. He's not dog. But your sins have separated you. Your sins have separated you. When there is sin, it's a proof you need to return to God. You need repentance. You might have even been born again. If you are living in sin, you, are not, you won't allow God to work for you. That is why, and what, how can we deal with sin? Number one, mercy. But men are too proud. You make the error. You know what you did. Why not ask for mercy and mean it in your heart? Lord, I'm sorry, I won't return. That's all. But many are too proud and they are doing it. They continue in it. Shall we continue in sin? And say, grace will abound. It's not that God can't attack the enemy. But we must get it out. He, he, see, he knows our weakness. He knows our capacity. But he's saying, he said, if we can come to him, he will cleanse us. He will help us. So somebody is here today. You know you need the message of the Most High God. You know you need to come to him. Will you please rise up on your feet quickly. Let's get that done quickly. You want to be saved. Your sins forgiven. They are coming from everywhere. God bless you for your sincerity. God bless you. Please come toward this altar quickly. Let's give Jesus a big out of praise. God bless you. God bless you. You need Jesus in your life. You need this mercy. And in case you are born again. And you want to rededicate your life. Please come. Please come. There is no shame here. This is where Jesus is changing lives. God is ready to fight your battle. You have fought it long enough. God bless you. Church, let's give the Lord a big out of praise as they are coming. Give Jesus a big big out of praise. Some are still seated. You need to rise. Will you please come quickly? God bless you. And God bless you. Now, while they are coming, please bring out your bottle of oil. While they are coming, bring out your bottle of oil. In case you don't have a bottle in your hand, you can give, you can take from your neighbor in your palm. And while you take that bottle, talk to the Lord. Lord, as I'm anointed today, rise up and execute vengeance against this issue, against this issue in my life. Somebody is praying, talking to God right now. Why they are saying, coming? Thank you, Jesus. Please, place your right hand upon your chest. Say with me, Lord Jesus. For those that are coming, you can also place your right hand upon your chest. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today because I agree that I need you in my life. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me from unrighteousness. Jesus, I declare and declare that you are Lord. I accept you therefore today as my Lord and Savior. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. From this moment, I am born again. I'm a child of God. Thank you, Lord, for saving me from the power of sin to serve the living God. Amen. Congratulations. You are now born again. You are a child of God. Your sins forgiven. You have become the saint of the Most High. And as we prayed a while ago, in, in, a, in a short while now, the vengeance of God will rise against your adversaries. 
in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, please remain here while we engage the mission of the anointing oil. Are we? She let's rise upon our feet. We have the oil in our hand already. We have the oil in our hand. Now, quickly, as we administer the oil, after the oil is blessed, the power of God comes upon it. Now, what is in the hall? Number one, say with me, the spirit and the power of God. When the oil is blessed, it may be in your hand. Once it is blessed, the power of God goes into it. First Samuel chapter 16, verse 13. When David was anointed with oil, Samuel took the oil, the vial of oil, and anointed David in the midst of his brethren and the spirit physically like this. He poured oil on his head, but the spirit of God came upon David from that day forward. And when the spirit of God comes, power comes. Somebody say power comes. So as the oil will touch your head, the power of God will come over you. And when power comes, the enemies are dislodged. Amen. For he said, through the greatness of thy power, shall thy enemies submit themselves. So as we are anointed today, by this anointing, every power of the enemy, every power against anyone's life shall be broken in the name of Jesus. And the oil touches your forehead. The spirit of the Lord will come upon you. And vengeance shall come in the camp of the enemy. In the name of Jesus Christ. Number two was in the oil. Number two in the oil is we are empowered or anointed to do the biddings of God. Anointing to obey God. Say anointed to obey God. Say empowerment to do the will of God. That's what the anointing enforces. Remember, Act 8, Act 1, 8, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost comes and you shall become witnesses that is an obedient declarer of what Jesus is doing. So we are um, anointed to be witnesses. And a witness cannot be a liar because if he's a liar, he's not a witness. To be a witness, he must walk in the truth. Is somebody hearing right now? So as we're anointed today, grace to obey God at all times shall rest upon everyone. Now, whatever is making anyone here to disobey God in any area, this anointed destroy the name of Jesus. And last number three, we're going to be receiving the spirit of joy. Say spirit, spirit of joy. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 3 is called it. He said, There's oil of joy. Oil of joy for the spirit of heaviness and the garment of praise. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. So as we are anointed today, the joy of the Lord shall be everyone strengthened in the name of Jesus. And when joy comes, sicknesses and diseases are shattered. So as we are anointed today, sickness, diseases are molested. Every spirit of sorrow, every mood swing, happy right now, in the next second, squeezing face, that demon is cast out forever. As we are anointed now, no matter the situation, you shall remain joyful in the Lord. And as we praise God with joy today, Vengeance will rise in Jesus' name. Now, place a tip in your hand. Glory to God. Now, stretch that hand towards here, Father. We rest upon the authority of your servant here. And every content in our heart, anoint them and empower them in the name of Jesus Christ. Those content in the bottle, they are declared the holy anointing oil. The spirit of the Lord come upon them in the name of Jesus. As it touches your forehead, receive afresh. The spirit of joy in the name of Jesus. 
as it comes upon our head, the vengeance of God shall rise against the adversary. As it comes upon our head, grace for obedience is imparted in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, place it upon your head and appropriate other things that you desire, other things you want. Declare it. In any area you want vengeance to rise, make that declaration right now. In the name of Jesus, it answers for you. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Now, secondly, we'll be taking a shot of this anointing. Because the word of the Lord speaking, talking about the Holy Ghost. He said, when the Holy Ghost is come, he said, he will gather the wheat into his garner. But the shaft will be born with unquenchable fire. So, and the anointing oil is a spiritual liquid fire. That burnt and burns off every shaft in our physical body. Because by redemption, the Bible says, our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. So, as we take the shot of the oil today, Whatsoever God has not planted inside this physical body that is tormenting anyone in any name, it shall be consumed by the fire of God. Amen. Remember that our God is a consuming fire. So what you carry in your hand is turned to liquid fire. As it enters your mouth, it will go through your kidney. It will go through your liver. It will go through your bones. It will go through your womb. It will go through your eyes. It will go through your ears. It will grow to your veins. It will go through your bones, your leg, your arm, and every part of your body. What God has not planted shall be consumed in the name of Jesus. And you shall be free from sickness in Jesus' name. Now take it to your health in Jesus' name. 